Welcome back. Later in the hour, Keith Jones' prediction. He has been uncanny for months now. Will he continue his streak? Will he pick the mm. Eagles or will he pick the Niners? He's looking at like he might be tilting like, towards San Francisco. I don't know. Confidence but I would like to make a statement here. Out for many years, I have said negative things about the former Giants running back, Tiki Barber. Mm-hmm. Even afterwards in his broadcast career, I've occasionally taken a shot. <laughs> I no longer have any hostility toward Tiki. Oh, nice. I am now officially a fan of Tiki Barber because he's classy enough to come on, Al, and take our abuse after his Giants prediction was wrong. From WFAN, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tiki Barber. Tiki, we like you now in Philly. I appreciate that. I don't, I don't know if I need like. I just need respect, right? right. Does that work? <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Re- I always respect you. You're a hell of a running back. But Tiki, when I come down and buy you a beer, that that that's when we can like each other, right? And I'll soon have much time for that type of activity. All right, Tiki, <laughs> why didn't your prediction on the Giants work out? What happened in that game? Well, I mean, the Giants are a team that need to be very precise in how they execute. And after the first drive got stopped because uh, we, um, Joe Shane or uh, Brian Dable decided to go for it on fourth down and. The Eagles, your team goes back and scores again. They're they're all of a sudden off their schedule, and their 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 mode of winning is disrupted. And they I don't know if they panicked or weren't available for or weren't ready for the moment. It just felt like everything collapsed all at once, and it happened immediately. Uh, I we talked about this yesterday on our show. I honestly think that not playing Week 18 like it meant something hurt the Giants, not because they needed to win to show that they were compatible with the Eagles or they could beat them or whatever whatever scenario you would throw out. But it is hard to play in Philadelphia. And I know others – we talked about this last week when we chatted. It, it, like, Raiders Stadium or out in Oakland, it's tough, right? You know, going to a dome, Minnesota, it's tough. But there's just something really intense about Philadelphia, from the fan base, from the, the atmosphere, from the, uh, the the team itself this season, it's hard to play there. And a lot of these guys weren't ready for that moment. And you could see it, and you could feel it. So, in a nutshell, the Eagles at home put an aura on the Giants that they just couldn't cope with. That's a fascinating answer. For somebody who's experienced it himself, Tiki, Tiki, we got a rookie seventh-round pick coming in at quarterback, uh, Brock Purdy. It, yeah. He has not he has not encountered this uh, environment either. Do you think it'll be shocking to him when he sees it on Sunday? I do, actually. Um, because it, you can't prepare yourself for it. Like, you think you understand what hate is like, like what, what, <laughs> what like, like vitriol is. And, it, and usually when you experience it, it's because of a, a reason, right? It's because you've done something or you've earned the hate of the opposing team or the situation that you're in. And Philly, it's just because you're, you have the wrong jersey on, right? And, and, and they're knowledgeable. The thing about Philly fans, you guys know this, you're knowledgeable about the guys that you're, you're killing. I remember going down there after I first had uh, my, my son, AJ, who's now 20 and crazy in college at Princeton, um, people are talking about, hey, Deke, you're gonna fumble your son. Like it's like little things <laughs> oh. that don't mean they don't mean anything. Yeah. But you're like, what the? What are you talking about? Right? And so it, it they get inside your head because they're knowledgeable and like really loud and vitriolic fans. 
That's fascinating. We are thinking that uh, he has not faced that kind of a pass rush. He has not faced this kind of environment. But we keep yeah. here's what we keep getting told, Tiki, that he's not really quarterback of the team. He's just managing the offense. I, I, at some point, he's going to have to make split-second decisions as a rookie. Yeah. That's going to be a challenge, isn't it? Well, it is, but you, you also have to give him credit because – you know, Brock Purdy had no snaps until six weeks ago. Uh, he was the third-string quarterback. Maybe he was running the scout team. Um, and all of a sudden, he gets thrust into an environment, and he, and he understands the playbook. He understands what he's supposed to do with, the, do with the ball. And while the last couple of games haven't been elite, not throwing for 350 yards and four touchdowns, all he does have to do is manage the game and get the ball in the hands of his playmakers, whether it's Kittle or Chris McCaffrey or Debo Samuel, or even Brandon Ayuk. At this point, there's so many places where he can distribute the ball. I think the thing that he's done best as a young quarterback without like deep knowledge of this offense is extend plays and not make mistakes. When you make mistakes as a young player, they, they tend to compound because you get confused why you made the mistake. And you're like, oh, well, what am I doing? And you, you get lost. He's, he's stayed current every single game that he's played in. So even when he's made these little ones, they don't compound themselves. All right, Tiki, I got to take your temperature on Daniel Jones versus Jalen Hurts based on what you said last <laughs> week and now. Because last week you said you thought Jones was in a better position. Chris Sims, yeah. after the game, we think he's a boob here at Philly, all right, Tiki? But he said okay. he still prefers Jones because Jones can run almost as well as Hurts and Jones is a better passer. Look, right, where are reason. you right now with these two? Yeah. Look, I, I love Jalen Hurts. I said it to you last week, and it wasn't about Jalen Hurts. To me, uh, Jalen Hurts, is, is the sky is the limit for him. And the only reason I thought that Daniel Jones was better prepared was because of his health. Right. Daniel Jones is healthy. And you know, he's a big kid, Daniel Jones. He's 6'4 and 230-something pounds. He's, he's athletic. He can run. He can throw any ball that you need to. But Jalen Hurts has a gamer in, his, in him. There's like this... Um, this, this, what we usually refer to as the X factor, he finds ways to make plays, even when sometimes they're broken down and not available to him. That's both with his legs and with his with his arm. And I think the the thing that I learned against you know in the in the divisional game against the Giants that I kind of knew but I hadn't seen is that he's fearless. Right when you're hurt and you have a a bum shoulder and you still run into contact and you still. Like put your body in positions where you could, you know, do more damage. It, it's it's telling me something about your mind. Now maybe it's just crazy because all football players are a little bit crazy. Maybe he's just a little bit more crazy than I thought. But there's a fearlessness to him that he'll get it done no matter what. And that's that's something that you can't you can't put on paper. You can't measure it. There's no anecdotal way or empirical way that you can you know quantify that. But he has it. And by the way, he's had it his whole life. And I know we talk about it all the time from his high school and college, both his transfer, uh, you know, Alabama and the transfer to Oklahoma. He's had that, and it translates into the NFL, which is which is rare and hard to do. I, I just got one more, Tiki. I love this. You really shed a lot of light on what's going on. Uh, Tiki, the, given that the fans were not really kind to you here, do you have a rooting <laughs> interest in the NFC Championship game? Would you like to see these fans disappointed the Niners, Niners go to the Super Bowl? What's your rooting interest here? It's funny because I, I, 
like I developed a, a deep respect for Philadelphia, even though I hated going down there and playing. And I told you last week, I knew I was done when I went there, and I didn't feel that that higher. But something happened after 2002, after Rondé's you know, interception. <laughs> it's it, like it's it I'm, I'm being serious. It like right. flipped to this man. Uh, they like they got to live with that forever. I can't be their enemy all the time. You know what I mean? Wow. And so and so I've 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 had so many close relationships with guys on there, whether it's Dawkins or Ike Reese, your colleague, or uh, or Jeremiah Trotter, and 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 even though we had we did battles, and it was like I hate these guys, and Troy, you're such a jerk off. You did this, and like I hated it. But at the at, now that I've grown, I realize that you very rarely get that kind of relationship um, on on the field that. That, that expands off of the field. And so I've come to respect Philly and the, the, wow. the team, the organization. You know, my last game was down there. I told you guys this, against the, the playoff game where Brian well, Westbrook went crazy on us. Um, and basically my retirement press conference happened in the press room that, yeah. that day, wow. that night. Oh. And, Jeffrey, and, and Jeffrey Lurie came in and said glowing words about me. Right, and so it, it was unexpected. I was just kind of like, "All right, this is my last time talking to you guys. But, you know, I'm retiring. I'm going on to do the Today Show and all these other things." And he came in and, and said really nice things about me. It it, it truly changed like wow. my feeling about the about the team, the organization. I love it, Tiki. I, I want to say this: you are now. Uh, we are fans of Tiki Barber in Philadelphia. We still hate your brother, however. <laughs> You tell Rondé to go to hell, but we really like you, Tiki. All right? I will do that. I, I, I relish that because he has everything else on me. He was a championship. He played 16 years, made 10, six more years of game checks than I did. He just plays golf for a living now. Wow. So I will tell him that. Tiki, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this twice in a short period of time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. See you guys. Anytime. Reach out. Tiki Barber. Al. It happened again, Al. There you go. Now, Josie was watching that, yep. and he thought that I was getting hooked. Yep. yep. Molded like molded. a piece of clay. There he, he molded me, Al. He charmed the pants off of me. Yeah. Right you, now, you started cooing all over the I place was like the, an old I, pigeon. He was. <laughs> hold on, Rhea. Was yeah. he working me? Oh, my God. It was embarrassing. It was. Uh, but I was actually, I have to say this. I was very impressed with Tiki's. See, to do it. She, he yeah. charmed her too, no, Al. I didn't say no. he charmed me. I said I was really impressed with him how he charmed you. Oh, in other words, I just got worked? Yes. How did I get worked? Man, better than Gannon. <laughs> I'll grab him a tissue. He's drooling all over. I, I am not drooling. That's embarrassing. You're going to get his initials? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what, Tramp Al. stamp, here it comes. Al, I think uh, <laughs> TB. Where yeah. am I going to put TB? Yeah. I can tell you. <laughs> John is on a line. smile he has right Get now. me a tattoo artist. John's on a live from Clifton. Just Hi, don't Johnny. get Brian Billick. Hey, what's going on, Andy? What's going on, morning crew? What's happening, Johnny? Well, Andy, you did just get worked by Tiki, but we, we will fast forward past that. <laughs> I thought um, it was a nice exchange. Okay, maybe he worked me. It's possible. Yeah, he did, he did work you. Um, about Chris Sims. Um, maybe Chris Sims is from... Florida, maybe he's from, you know, to stand your ground because I don't understand why he didn't walk back anything he said. The guy, he, he's just not that smart. He really uh -huh. isn't. He's That's not. the bottom line, John. Yeah. He's not smart. He's a dumbass who got all these jobs because of his dad. 
Yeah, very, very true. Silver spoon. But it, my point on the Eagles is I'm excited about Sunday. I'm excited. I'm excited about our offense going up against that defense so we can finally quiet the national media about what we are and who we are. And we're going back to another bowl. I'm, I'm very, very confident. I'm loving your attitude. All right, John, here's a chance to go to the big game. Give me a Chris that's better than Chris Sims. I'll give you a great Chris that started here in Philadelphia. He should have ended here in Philadelphia. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. All he does is I like it. Chris Carter, that was a fascinating story, Al. The cocaine, then Mm -hmm. he comes back and he redeems himself. Buddy, all he does is catch touchdowns. Buddy got killed for that for years, but he actually saved his life. He Mm -hmm. was very good. And Buddy did behind the scenes. Buddy was a crusty old man, but deep down, heart of gold. Think it through. (laughs) 215592. Of course, he came in near the end too, Alan. He might have charmed. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder here if I'm just the lapdog for a lot of different people. No, Nick really likes you a lot. He told me he did. I, I know why I think he did. He, you heard him yesterday. He said he enjoys our exchanges. I, I suspect you guys will hang out a lot after. <laughs> All right. Maybe what we need to do in these final weeks is hook people up to lie detectors. Yeah, yeah. Just a thought. 215-592-9494. Who's on the hot seat? It's 922 in the studio, Al, mm-hmm. is our buddy Pete Cherokee from uh-huh. Chickens and Pete's. Hi, Pete. Good morning, Angelo. All right, Pete, uh, a couple of things. Pete has already agreed, Al. He is not doing uh, a long thing. Right, Pete? We're oh, not doing eight and I a half I have minutes. about 16 pages. No, oh, my God. No, no, Here we don't go. do that to me, Pete. <laughs> First of all, we have to share something because Pete, did, Pete and I shared our love and appreciation of a true radio legend. Jerry Blatt, mm-hmm. who That's passed correct. away last week. Can you just do the... Yeah, you yeah, so the best. You're the best, Katali. There's nobody better than you. The radio would be nothing without you. <laughs> with the, with the, the clicking in. Clicking. It. Lots of oh, clicking. Lots you would do clicking. that. And we went to memories many times. And it, yeah. God, I can't believe he's gone. I can't yeah. believe it. It's wiping out my whole radio yeah. in one week. He I don't did. even know if I need a radio in my new car. Well, he did, <laughs> his, well, maybe you should attach yourself to younger people. Well, yeah, I got you, him. Oh, well, man. here's a thought. Here's Al's a here thought. five more years. Pete, here, yeah, Al's got a talk. new five-year deal, <laughs> and I'm not lying. And this is true. Jonesy, you need to confirm this. Yes. So Al says to Jonesy, wow, all these old guys are burning out. Why don't I burn out? No. Yes. What did you say, Jones? Because he has not done anything his entire <laughs> career. He just sits down and starts talking. There's no, no prep ever. Al, you have no symptoms at all of burnout? No. <laughs> what have you done? That's no, easy. what has he done? He, last night he got the Lifetime Achievement Award of the uh, Sports Writers Band. What do you mean? Just, just keep breathing. Time Achievement Award for doing nothing. Get up, go to work, cover hockey. It's fun. Why would I burn out? Pete, I would just like to say my association with you and Chickies and Pete's is one of the highlights of my time at WIP. You're an amazing man, and, and thank you for being so kind and so great to all of the people that listen to our station. Well, I, I should be thanking you. You know, it's funny. We met at some car- a carnival the first time. Uh, Lisa, my wife, she was an Eagles cheerleader at the time, and um, she introduced us. And she sort of saw something, and she was, you got to meet this guy, Angelo. I'm like, wow, Angelo, I didn't listen to sports radio. I didn't, I didn't really know anything about it. And then, of course, Gail um, was from Mayfair from the original Chicken and Pizza in our yep. family grocery store. I had known Gail, and then you guys got together. But the thing that really made us click 
was when you came to Chicky and Pete's one night and you sat down next to a table of four. And at the table of four, they were affluent, you could tell, and they had one bowl of mussels that they were sharing. <laughs> and they said to me, I was talking to Angelo, who was at the next table, and they said to me, excuse me, could you get me the manager? I said, well, you got me. I'm the manager. <laughs> and they said, you know, these mussels, and if you've anybody that's been to Chicken Peach, which you have at Jonesy, I know, <laughs> uh, had the mussels, it's a very large bowl of mussels. A lot of mussels. And they said, there were four mussels without any shells, without anything in them. And I looked at him like, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, that's all right. We put six extra in every order. You got, <laughs> you're two ahead. Don't worry about it. Love at first sight. Right. That was I it. saw that. I had that, that. That was the night I met you. Right. And I went, right. that guy is slick. <laughs> and those people, here's the kicker of the story. They bought it. They, did. they went, <laughs> oh, true. okay. Well, I, all right. As long as there were six extras in there, we're ahead. We're two no, ahead. I told them we're two ahead. No extra charge. And that's when I knew I was in the presence of a genius. Oh, please. Oh, my God. That was spectacular, Pete. I I just know that radio will be different for me for many reasons um, after today, after this this run, I should say, with the uh, Eagles. But you're the ringmaster here. You are, like, really different than a radio personality because you're a radio personality that turns everybody on. You turn them on, you hit them with the whip, they start to jump through the hoops. See that? You, you got guys like Ange, I mean, like Jonesy. I turned Jonesy on. I turned him on. You've never got, you never got Al to jump. I turned Al on. You, you, you really don't, can, don't can you turn him off now? He <laughs> really never went on. I turned Rhea on. Yeah. Huh? Uh. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound right. No, Joe no. Wecker, I turned that crusty producer out. That's Sam true. Well, Joe, he's going to remain, all. right? He's going to stay. Oh, he's yeah. staying. He's, he's staying. not going Rhea's anywhere. Staying. Five-year deal. You're kidding me? But the show <laughs> will never be the same. It will be Thank unique you, in its own way. Thank you. But we were just looking at the Philadelphia Magazine from 19, what, least, what year? 93 or something? 97. And it said... What is morning radio coming to in Philadelphia sports talk yep. because of you with the breast removal and this and yep. that? And and people don't realize all the things you did and Miss WIP. Oh, yeah, that was fun. All right, you're bringing up all the stuff we're trying to forget. We would have been off the air if we did any of that stuff That was now. the cheese sauce there. The- yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you? I got to ask you something. I got to ask you this, Pete, and you got to be honest with me. So Jonesy has told this story a couple of times about his encounter with your cheese sauce (laughs) with the crab fry. And the story goes a little awry because it upset him. And he tells the story. He ends up in Malton with a a teddy bear. bear (laughs) And he's he's pooping in a bush. (laughs) Did that story ever bother you? Did that story bother you? Because I always thought, well, people might not try your cheese sauce now because of what happened with Josie and the teddy bear. It's killed business, as you can tell. We haven't opened any places. You haven't been the same since. (laughs) 17 chickies and Pete's later, we still got the teddy bear story. He laughed the the next day he was laughing about it. that's how you know because you take it the right way, Pete. You're awesome. Listen, I'll take anything. Thank you. (laughs) I got a polar bear for you if you want. It was a polar bear. (laughs) Yeah. Thank God they threw it away. <laughs> they had to throw it away. Polar bears are not brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. This, I know. I know. I'm not going to be much longer here, but right. I just want to say thank you for all the enjoyment, all the mornings. I said to Lisa this morning, "What are we going to do? I mean, what can mm. we do? I mean, some things will still be here. It's just 
the one who pushes the buttons will not be here. They'll yeah. be great. The, the people that are replacing me push buttons great. Yeah, I think well, they'll I'm be sure terrific. They play the piano too, but you, good. you've you invented it. You've made this morning exceptional. So every night, every morning when you wake up, you, you you. I mean, when I go to bed at night and think about like, especially after this week, I said this was Saturday game. I can't wait till Monday morning. Yeah. to hear you. It's like that's the best. That well, is the best, you. and and thank you for doing it. And I'm sure we'll be able to socialize more. Oh, lots of socialization Which was always, you know, a problem because you does, know. You does have, he have to pay now? Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. I can't wait. that's what I want to hear. Thank you. No, I got to pay. The table, my friend. I'll get Al to plug you. Al still got five years here. Can you still make a call? No, I'm not making calls. If you're going to come in, what? Just to, I, when I'm going. No, the last thing they need is to hear me cracking into their party. Oh! When I'm done, Pete. When I'm done, I'm done. You understand? I'm uh, done. Other guys have came across this Un- radio station and said the same thing. And no. I, said, I hear him more than ever now. No. I'm going to tell you something right now. Unlike Al, I am experiencing burnout. Yeah. You're experiencing It doesn't sound it. So if, you're right. doing your best weeks at the end here, Well, buddy. thank you, Pete. The, the Eagles are helping <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Pete, you thank could, you. Thank you, you for everything. Pete, we, we love you, man. Love you too, Angelo. We're going to really miss you. All right. Well, th- let's get a couple of calls there. We got a hot seat. Get David here. We need a hot seat. I'm getting uh, verklempt. Verklempt. Wait, wait a minute. You got something in your hand. What's that? <laughs> what, what, Pete? I want to invite you to Tiki and Pete's on Friday night. I don't know if you can make it or not because we're having a Bud Light pe- Eagles pep rally Friday night, 6 to 8 p.m. We're giving away free tickets to the game. No. Swoop will be there. Players will be there. Mm. Um. Philadelphia Eagles cheerleaders will be there. Maybe the drum line, and hopefully you could stop by with uh, with a lovely Gale. And uh, I'm not ruling it out. And for one reason, nothing against you, but I we pu- love Lisa. We yeah. really love Lisa. It would be your last public appearance. Really. My last thing. Okay. You know. I'm, I'm if, if Gale says she doesn't have anything planned, I will come to, on Friday night. Because Ava said to me this morning before the show, she wanted to spend more time with me. And this will give her a chance to spend two additional hours. She molded you, too? Yeah. <laughs> Pete, I love you. Yeah, love you, too, I, bud. I'll get over there. I will. Thank Please you, Pete. Please do. All right. Thank you. Chickies and Pete's Pete. Friday night, Friday night. Ava. Chickens. Yes. We're going to do it. Let me get Frankie, the devil fighter who's out of hot seat. Hi, Frankie. Hey, Angelo. What's happening, pal? Are you getting excited? I am getting excited. I think this is going to be a romp this weekend, to be honest with you. You do? Um, you think we're going to yeah. get in the head of that kid? <clears throat> yeah, I don't think that he has what it takes to be to be in this environment. Um, I'm not really putting too much into the whole first thing, rookie thing, but coming to Philly, being with this defense. I mean, I've seen these guys hit last week. Like, I've never seen an uh, Eagles defense hit in a while. Let's put it that way. I know. And, they, uh, they said the practices were intense. They They knew going into that game they were ready. I need that to happen again, and mm. then we need to go to Arizona. A lot Pete, of would you, Pete, will you go to Arizona if they make the Super Bowl? We're already have, we're going to Arizona for sure. Wow. We already How? have the plane, the flights. We're ready to go. All right, have you opened the place there yet in Arizona? I'm going to look out while I'm there. <laughs> uh, new chickies and Pete. Here we go, another Every one. Every time the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, Pete opens a place. <laughs> but you know what's funny? When we went to Minnesota, yeah, right. we were selling crab fries there. Yes. I guess that legal seafood, we beat them out, and now we're still selling them there. There it is. Every time. The Eagles go, Pete gets richer. How's that possible? It becomes a business trip. Uh, <laughs> Frankie, give me Angela. a Chris better than Chris Sims. How about Mr. Chris Wheeler? 
Chris Wheel. Interesting. He went local. It's weird because the next three calls, I'm not making this up. Mm -hmm. Neither is Joe. The next three calls are Chris, Chris, and Chris. How's that possible? That's what they must know, Chris, but not yet. Because we got a hot seat. Ava, who's on the hot seat? Well, Angie, I think this is an obvious one. Today, Chris Sims is back on the hot seat. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. A different kind of network designed to save you money. Hot seat. Oh, Chris Sims, you just don't know when to stop talking, do you? In a podcast, Chris revealed some more dumb opinions in regards to Jalen Hurts. Even now. After what happened on Saturday night, Al, he's holding firm on his support for Daniel Jones. If he was playing for the Eagles, and if Jalen Hurts was playing for the Giants, I mean, I, how much did the Eagles win by? I, I 20 might, still? Well, uh, yeah, 30? I don't think might it's be a, closer. I don't think it's a whole lot different, because Daniel Jones is going to be able to do the same thing. I mean, he can do some of the things that Jalen Hurts, yeah, maybe not as good a runner, but we know he's really close. It's not like, oh, whoa, way better. Oh, this guy's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? This guy's got to stop. He doubled down. Mm-hmm. He needs to quit. He doubled down on stupid. He needs to take a week he off and then quit. He took stupid and then went. <laughs> Again, if you're going to ask me who I'd rather have as a passer, I'd rather have Daniel Jones. So dumb. How is he still employed? I, I don't know. Jonesy, this is a guy who did that other podcast where every other word. Everybody. Jalen Hurts makes them better. I know that. And, like, you sports center instagram for like Ooh. putting it out again for like the third time in three weeks like f- off like really f- off espn sports center if the eagles are going to use stuff to motivate themselves this guy's motivate he, me he, yes that, I want that to is punch him in the face he is serving the city well that's right. for sure <laughs> oh wow ava you threw it all out there yeah. you even brought back the profane rant yes. that is still yes. so awful beautiful job on that yeah, one that was great that, that was great right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you, Pete, for not saying it on the air. <laughs> Pete, I, I'm going to just show this to Ava because right. we've been mm-hmm. doing Chris's that are better. Uh-huh. I guess this is close. Better than Chris Sim. Would that get in the hat? Don't say uh, don't say the word. Would that get in the hat? Low bar. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, I like it. Pete Cherokee would get in the hat. Mm. He is not in the contest because he's already incredibly wealthy. <laughs> he looks sharp today, doesn't he? He could peak. Oh, like he's sharp all the time. He never, like he never ages. Look at this guy. How are you doing it, Pete? What is your secret? Is it a crab fry? How did you know? <laughs> How did you know? Yeah. Crab fries every day, seven days a week. Crab fries morning through night. And you stay young. Stays forever. It's gluten-free, so that's why Pete can, yeah. he's on a gluten-free and diet. And Pete told me privately, if you order any of the muscles and there are any empties, let him know he's going to tr- he's going to take something off the bill. <laughs> 215-592-9494-Drama building. Oh. Keith Jones has been unbelievable in his predictions from the Kevin Hayes yep, hat trick to the Eagles romp last week. Jonesy and what he is claiming out could be his final appearance here. Yeah, could be it. He's claiming. This is. <laughs> Shut up, Jones. Jonesy will. He has asked for the final minute of this show yep. to make his prediction, and it will include a dramatic flourish. Oh, 25 seconds. Two, one, five. I don't want to hold. 
All right, we're back here coming up at 943 right now, and I need a moment to speak directly to the fans, those that are going to the game and those that are hoping to go to the game because we're going to give somebody a couple tickets in a couple mm-hmm. minutes here. But, Al, I want to start. you got to have a mindset for this game. Brock Purdy is afraid. Yep. You understand? It's like, like Tiki Barber was saying, until you experience the hostility in this football environment, you have not really understood what the hardcore of the NFL is. That means you fans have to bring it and make it uncomfortable for the scared rookie. Mm-hmm. That is why Joe Conklin now went out of his way today to put together some songs intended to make it uncomfortable for Brock Purdy. Here is K-Tel. K-Tel Records presents Brock Purdy's Reckoning. Hey, rookie, it's your coming out party, Purdy. We're going to brock this clown, turn him inside out. We're going to brock this clown, make him scream and shout. Ah! It's going to be years before this poor young man recovers from the trauma he's about to endure. Purdy woman, you're getting your ass beat. Purdy woman, time to taste defeat. Purdy woman. He'll be taking all the hits. Bye-bye, Purdy. We're gonna blitz you so. Bye-bye, Purdy. God, you really blow. Your career will be pretty much finished after this game. I don't want to see your Purdy work no more. You're a fool to think that Purdy works. Oh, yeah. Hey, Purdy boy. The big bully in Philly is about to steal your lunch money and punch you right in your Purdy lips. Purdy, you're a boy gonna destroy playing at the link. Gonna get your ass beat someday. Pass rush in your face, you big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place. Singing, we will, we will brock you. Purdy, soon you're going down. Sunday, 3 p.m. at the link. Well, we will brock you, brock you, and don't forget what Arson Artie said. I want to lay such a beating on this kid that he questions whether or not he wants to play football anymore. <laughs> now, Joe Conklin has a comedy show coming up at Holy Rosary Regional School on Walton Road in Bluebell. That's February 4th. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. Listen closely to me. In less than 15 minutes, you are going to have an opportunity to purchase tickets at Ticketmaster. Tickets will go on sale for the NFC Championship game in exactly 14 minutes. Try to get those tickets only if you plan to make that place hostile for the Niners and particularly the scared rookie quarterback. Make it tough on them. Yeah, I'm coming to that pep rally. I'm going to get those people ready there, Pete. I'm coming to that pep rally. You know why? Because you got to win this game. My career is riding on it, Al. My <laughs> career is riding on this game. Well, let's let them know that. So get out there and buy those tickets and make a racket on Sunday at 3 o'clock. Rhea, are you going to make a racket? Of course I will. You're our only representative. Well, I, I'll yes. make a racket, I promise. You. We right. need you, Rhea. And Pete from uh, Chickies and Pizza, are you going to be there Sunday? <laughs> Miss it for the world. Hello! Exactly. So get going. Be ready. Jonesy. I'm going to give you the minute. Not yet. Do you know what you want to say yet? No. Oh, he's still waiting now. <laughs> he's still measuring what to say. So we're going to try a Chris hat trick. 
Ooh. We are looking for Chris's better than Chris Simmons. Here is Chris number one. Hi, Chris. Hey. Chris, I, I need more energy than that. Hey. Chris? Yeah. Chris, I'm still looking for more energy. Hmm? I, Speak. I got two things. Yeah. This Chris Sims is a bum. Hasn't he watched the two games where we didn't have Hurts at all? Okay. And Gannon, I think Gannon's going to be fine. We need to game plan how Dallas did in the first half. Thank you. All right, thank you. Chris, give me a Chris. Who you got? Uh, Chris Terrian. Chris Terrian. Oh, that figures. Oh, are you going to – is Ava Graham going to ignore the best friend of Keith Jones and Al Morgan? Longest tenured flyer ever. Yep. Longest tenured flyer ever. Also, longest tenured flyer who never got in a fight. Chris is on the line. Here's Chris. Oh, wow. Is that rude? Yes. Yeah, he did. Is it accurate? No. No. Okay, Chris, who got in more fights, you or Terrian? That's an easy one. You? Yeah. Jones got in two fights. Might have to get another one when I leave. See him. <laughs> All right. Chris, number two. Who's your Chris, Chris? I'm going to go with Chris Berman. Chris Berman has names. been selected. And still terrible. How would you go through Berman, we got Terrian, Wheeler, Carter. Uh, uh, inc- I don't even know that one because it was that. Walken, Kyle, Pronger, Berman, Everett, Lloyd, Long. We have Helmsworth, uh, Kringle, Tucker, Rock, because it's the, it's the um, Biggie. Uh, oh, hard to believe Pete. they gave you an award last night. Pete, Pete. Yeah. I'm seeing <laughs> early signs of burnout from out. Did you he's... see the way he butchered that list? Well, it was the yeah, uh, it was the rapper that was who's Carter? Me off. Biggie? Who's Carter? Biggie. Who's Carter? Uh, Chris Carter. Carter. Carter with the R. Carter. Yeah, that was just awful. Al. That was really awful. You might want to rethink this five year. <laughs> I already did. Here is Chris number three. Hi, Chris. Hey, Angelo, how's it going? It's going great, Chris. Chris, I'm very excited about Sunday, but you got to be mean on Sunday. You got to be mean. I'm going to be mean, Angelo. I'm telling you. We got to bring it, man. All right. No one's better than us at that stadium. You understand that kid's a rookie. He's never met you, Chris. Oh, I know. He's going to meet Eagles fans, though. I'm telling you that. He's faced some tough people in college, but he's never faced an Eagles fan in Philadelphia. All right, no. Chris, who's your guy? I'm going with the late and great Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah. He was a singer, right now? Yes, sir. Right. Well, no who is he? I like it. Stay right there. All right, Pat's up next. Pat, who's your Chris? And uh, first, can I just give one quick yes. shout out here last week? Yep. Do you real? I mean, as you say about Chris uh, Gannon, that – Behind San Fran, the Eagles were the number two defense in the NFL. Yep, that's correct. Did I, you I, did I, you watch I, the games? Did you enjoy all the open receivers? No. <laughs> did you with uh, D- Dak Prescott's twenty four for twenty four against Gannon's Angelo, we're, zone. we're ripping Chris Sims all morning for not stepping back after being wrong. Oh no, I was not wrong. Gannon had a brilliant game plan on Saturday night. He did, and that's the way you handle it. Okay, all right, uh, uh, Gannon. <laughs> Um, right now, I'm in flux on Gannon. All right, Pat? Hmm. Don't give up the fight, Andrew. Not... Uh... Right, look at this. It's like a tug of war. You each got yes. my arm here, yes. and you pull it. 
Yeah. All right, uh, you know what? Gannon sucks. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's it, Ange. Here uh, uh, we go. I can't check. I'm sorry, Rhea. I cannot keep uh, the hey, pressure. Jonathan. Dan buried Sims all morning for just, you know, doubling down. He's At least doing I it 33 years. My father was a tool maker. I didn't get this job through him the way Chris did. Certainly made a tool. <laughs> That's, that's, that's me. Pat, I need a Chris. Can't, Ange, I can't believe no one said Christopher Columbus. Christopher oh, Columbus. All he did was found America. Yes, he's a controversial uh, figure now, Albert. <laughs> they took him out the box. Yeah. Here's what I, he is out of the box now. And plus, uh, I don't think Christopher Columbus realizes there's still a controversy about him. No. Nah. He's been gone forever. Yeah. All right, I got a pair of Dave's. Let's see what Dave's got. Dave, I need a Chris. Hey, Angela, how are you, brother? I'm going to go with uh, Chris Martin, the lead singer from the band Coldplay. Chris Martin, yeah. formerly uh, married to Gwyneth Paltrow, who okay. is very gorgeous. Dave's up next. Dave, who you got? i tell you what, Chris Sims is like a little girl. When I think of a Chris and a girl in the skirt, I think of Chris Everett, the tennis player. Yep, yeah, already Everett. named. Can't take it. Adam, I need a Chris. Adam, are you there? Uh, Chris, Chris Marigos. Chris Marigos. And one more. Terry, you get the last Chris. I love women, so I'm going to say Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. All right. <laughs> Al, okay. do you know who Chris Marigos is? <laughs> the name? <laughs> Chris Al is Mar- the Eagles. Oh, Eagles, special Eagles. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, he ran a business. He ran a business here. You yes. think uh, a special team Eagles getting in the list? Let's find out from Ava. Ava, who you got? Who are the five winners for the Christmas? By the way, nobody said Pete Cherokee's out. Chris Christmas. Well, yeah, the Cowboys went down, so he's done. <laughs> he's worse than Sims, isn't he? The Cowboys went down, but not as far as he did when he fell Pete's, off our chair. And Pete's just hoping he doesn't come in the restaurant. <laughs> All right, no, I so. Hope he does. <laughs> I hope he does. All right, are, are you ready, five. Ava? Yep, Here are the five. So, Chris Long, mm-hmm. Chris Kringle, Chris Farley, Chris Tarion for Jonesy there, and Love Vicky it. Smalls, Chris Wallace. Chris, and who is the winner of our tickets to the big game? Winner is Chris Long. Chris Long. There you go. That's good karma. All right, Jonesy. Yeah. Moment of truth has arrived. I need you I'm right still now. Still working on it. No, there's no working on it. You have to make a prediction and then do your dramatic flourish. Okay. Number one prediction, and everyone can bet this. AJ Brown will catch a touchdown. Ooh. All right. AJ Brown catch a gift for everyone. All right. Thank you for that, Jonesy. It's going to be a very close game. The city is way too overconfident going into this game. But based on Arson Arnie's description of what's going to happen to the I want to lay such a beating on this kid that he questions whether or not he wants to play football anymore. (laughs) You swung over. The Eagles are going to win. They're not going to cover. It's going to be really tight. Don't bet them. Like but what the, kind of score? I would say like 20 to 18, ah, somewhere in that range. Close game, but we really are tight. winning. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. They, the fans are going to have to bring it. All right, uh, and were it. you going to say something if they lost? You had a dramatic flourish. Well, that was leaving? Yeah. Yeah, I am. 